Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in, thinking and drinking. This is kind of a special show here because Amy and I went and saw the Rolling Stones last night. Which would have been Saturday night. Which would have been October Saturday 9th. night. Yes. And uh, she just looked up. They were last here in 2015 when they were only 85. <laughs> so uh, no, it was fun. It was fun. It was a good show. It was a great night. Perfect weather. It could have been a little cooler, but outside that, it was perfect weather. Yeah, yeah. But it was at Nissan Stadium, where yeah. the Tennessee Titans play. So it was, I guess, my first concert that I've been to there that was not a work-related concert like CMA Fest back when I worked in the music business. Are we yes. having technical problems? Nope, just okay. trying to turn it up. Oh, gotcha. But yes, what did you find out the last time they were here was 2015? 2015. So... Yeah, and uh, I read somewhere online that it takes more than 40 trucks and more than 150 people to set up and tear down the massive stage. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah, I, I was, I felt like it was, they had massive, huge um, screens. Yeah. That kind of played, like, they would either have two, like, four separate panels playing different things or two and two. I just loved sorry to jump in on yeah i love that there was more than one image at a time right so i had no idea how many cameras there were but that was really cool to see somebody playing a guitar solo seeing mick seeing the drummer seeing the girl singer or whatever and i just thought it was really really cool instead of just one image on every screen right and i i was think i was wondering because i think back to the days of like their steel wheels tour and like voodoo lounge and stuff when they had all the big blow up things yeah. and i didn't know if we'd have that if that was just kind of did you see the steel wheels tour i've never seen any oh that's of, right no this is my first rolling stone you know show. who opened for them on that tour who living color really that's kind of weird isn't it that is weird yep yeah i saw voodoo lounge that's actually i will confess i'm not the biggest stones fan in the world in fact voodoo lounge is the i think the only stones album that i have okay and I freaking love it. It's it's so great. Yeah. I don't know much off that album. I know more of their hits. And I grew up yeah. listening to that because right. my dad was a huge Stones fan and my cousin is a huge Stones fan. Um, and I remember being a kid and they were able to rent on pay-per-view the Steel Wheels tour and she came over oh, okay. and like I we weren't allowed to watch it because, you know, the blow-up dolls and stuff were a little... <laughs> little much Risque. For, for kiddos. Yes. But, um, like, I remember them coming over. It was just a big deal because they were both big, huge fans. And then she was literally texting me all night um, while we were at the show about just how much she loves them. And um, she had taken my mom and dad to see them at um, the Texas Motor Speedway in Dallas. Oh, man. In 1997. So, I guess it would have been the same tour that you saw with, Probably so. uh, at Vanderbilt. Probably so. Not because that was we just saw that that was ninety seven, but um, that was freezing cold. It's the only she time said I, it was freezing cold too. Yeah, it was. It uh, must have been in winter. Everybody was it. laughing because Ronnie Wood was doing jumping jacks on stage. Oh, that's funny. Just to try to keep warm and yeah, it's funny how that cold fingers didn't really affect them that much. <laughs> Stop it. Well, Jan, uh, the thing that Jan cousin wanted, Jan, my cousin wanted to like mention and make sure we knew was like Ronnie came out with a always came out with a cigarette just like kind of glued to his bottom lip 
And I noticed he wasn't smoking last night, so maybe he gave it up. Well, you said Keith last Keith. night. Keith. Sorry, yeah. Keith, not Ronnie. Well, Ronnie used to, too. Maybe I'm sure as they broach their 80s there. Maybe give up some of your vices. Life has kind of changed yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> One of the bit. funniest things was Mick said that he'd been here a day or two or three or however long, and he bumped into some bachelorette parties on the pedal taverns. Yeah. And he sang Honky Tonk Woman in a karaoke bar. Uh, down in Printer's Alley. With his mask on. Mm-hmm. So you wonder how many people really knew that was him. Oh, I bet he, I wonder if he took his mask off. I would think he would have but, to. Yeah, there's a little video he had posted on um, his Instagram, his his own Instagram, not the Rolling Stones. Oh, I didn't see that. That um, it was, I guess, from like Thursday or Friday okay. night. And he was, he was walking around. Down, somebody was kind of following him in the car with a video camera, I guess his video guy. And he's just like walking downtown Nashville with a jacket on and a hat and a mask. And you wouldn't know it was him. And then yeah. he walks by and kind of pulls his mask down and like makes a little face. It was cute. It was very cute. But I would, uh, wouldn't you think he would have to have a security per- I mean, he's such a small human being. Yeah. But I mean, if he's and, got yeah. a mask on, nobody knows who he is. And I'm a hundred percent sure those bachelorette parties have no idea who Right, is, just in general. Their parents do. Their parents maybe do. But yeah. Because their parents are my age. That also is one of the cool things about Nashville is stars don't get bugged. They might yeah. go, hey, can we please take a picture with you? Can you sign this? But right, they're not going to get beat up. But I thought everything about last night was great. The sound took a while to my ears, which blew me away because it's like, how long have you been doing Stand for the Stones and you don't know where the Keith channel or the Ronnie channel is? Yeah, I didn't notice that as much, I but know. I'm not as picky as you. I'm more of the average listener than like the person hear, who I, wants to hear all the guitar stuff. I want to hear guitars. But shoot, man, Steve Jordan, who was going to be Charlie's, not replacement, but Charlie had health issues before he passed away. Right. So Steve Jordan was going to be playing drums anyway. He's awesome. I thought he played the parts great, and not everybody knows what this means, but uh, Charlie was a two-and-four guy, but he would raise his hi-hat up when he hit the snare drum, and just all these little things that... Oh, he did that? He did that Yeah, Steve Jordan was doing that last night, and he played the parts. He's a little more muscular, just Mm -hmm. because he's a younger guy. He hits harder. And Daryl Jones, the bass player, is just unbelievable, as always. Has he been with them for a while? Like 20 years. 20 years. Since Bill Wyman quit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if he's considered a, a member. Probably not. I don't know. They probably pay him five million bucks a year. And Yeah. I mean, he was kind of introduced that way, but. I don't know who the new girl singer is, and I'm not being derogatory by calling her that. She was awesome. I, yeah. I missed her name. I he missed her name. introduced and, her, and I can't remember her name either. I want to say Angie, but that seems wrong, but she was amazing. Ugh. I mean, like you, I had to stay for Give Me Shelter yeah. because I knew that she was just going to kill uh, it, and she, she did. She got out there up. with Mick on the state, like on the, yeah. what do you call it, the ego ramp? Yeah. And uh, like this out in the middle of the crowd, and it was... She killed it. She's awesome. Man. But I thought it was really cool how they opened the show before they even said, ladies and gentlemen, the Rolling Stones. Yeah. It was just a bunch of different pieces of footage of Charlie playing. I don't even think... I don't remember if there was music to it. There was drums. Drums. There was just a two and four, which is kind of what he did for his whole life. Which, that was cool. And then, I think after a couple of songs, Mick said something about Charlie and said, we want to dedicate this show to Charlie. Which, I'm sure he's doing that to every 
sure show on this but tour. He, didn't but he say like we played together for fifty nine years or something, something like crazy. that? Yeah. It was it was yeah, man, that was awesome. Do you have the set list yes, with you? Let me pull it up here. Would you mind just like if yeah. you don't if you don't mind just reading like read the whole thing? Okay, so they started with um, Street Fighting Man. Uh, let's spend the night together. Tumbling dice. Nineteenth nervous breakdown. Troubles a coming. Dead flowers, which was a song that people got a chance to vote on a song. Oh, they, right, right, right. And I don't know. I didn't know about this prior. I just heard people in the crowd talking about it. And right before they announced which song they were going to play, they put up the different songs. The only one I can remember besides Dead Flowers was Wild Horses. Yeah. And Mick said something about these are our most country right. influence songs. Yeah. I wish he, they would have played Wild Horses because I do love that song. Yeah. But um, Can't Always Get What You Want, Ghost Town, Start Me Up, Honky Tonk Women, um, which is different than your honky tonk song. It is. But we'll talk about that in a second. We will. Uh, Connection. Slipping Away, which both of those Keith sang. Yeah. Um, Miss You. Uh, Midnight Rambler. Paint It Black. Sympathy for the Devil. Devil. Or Devil. 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 Uh, Jumpin' Jack Flash. And then they took a, a break. Or that was like, quote, you know, the end of the show. And then the encore was Gimme Shelter and Satisfaction. And we did kind of sneak out at the very end of Gimme Shelter just to beat the crowd, but we could still hear Satisfaction. And the fireworks. And the fireworks were, I mean, we saw that. We we actually got out of there in a really in good time because we were yeah. on the interstate when we saw the fireworks, which was very cool. Yeah, man. And they had fireworks at, to kick it off. And then I think in Jumpin' Jack Flash, they had yeah. fireworks again, which was very cool. I, I love the way... They had those screens, like we said. Um, you was, got to see something different on every of them, but they like had little. Some of the songs had graphics to go along with the song, which kind of were frames almost for someone to be in. Yeah, frames or flames or sparks yeah. or something. They made the screens look really cool. That that to me was, you know, obviously, like you said, we haven't seen anybody live in a couple. I, I was thinking about years, it. You but. you have. I think the last show I saw live, which probably, no offense, wasn't probably one I would go to. I went to it with you because we had free tickets, was um, Peter Frampton. <laughs> but it was really good. I mean, it was fine. I was there. I mean, like, I just, I'm not a fan of his music, so I wouldn't say it was good. It was live music. Just say it's good. We had great seats. Thank you, great to seats. George. Thank you, George Branner. But you've seen, you went to like. Saw John Five. Yeah, in, but you town. went. And that when we saw Peter Frampton, that was in August of 2019. You saw somebody in 2020 before the shutdown with your brother out in Colorado. Uh, Judas Priest. Judas Priest. Yeah. And um, in Saxon and Black Star Riders. Just saying. Okay. And we're going to see Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes. In two weeks with your brother and uh, Beth. So we're excited about that. So we were, I was going to see Judas Priest again, but yeah. Richie had a heart attack. So. Yeah. But yes, you were talking about honky tonk and uh yeah, you were talking to Bob DePiro's wife, Leslie Thomasina. Yeah. About how uh you can't take the honky tonk out of the girl. Which, which if, let me just oh. make sure let me just say this because people may not realize that you and Bob DePiro wrote You Can't Take the Honky Tonk Out of the Girl, which Brooks and Dunn recorded, which was your first demo hold. Cut. Cut, single, and then number one. Yep. It wasn't number one in Billboard, but it was number one on another chart. So it still it still counts, but just for those who are going to check 
you know. But um, and Brooks and Dunn won a Grammy for, and they it. won a Grammy for best performance of a country song. Yep. But they have a really there's a very cool story about um, kind of how that song was recorded, and I, I I think you need to share it because it it does coordinate with the Rolling Stones. And when I hear Honky Tonk Woman, I think of yeah. you can't take the Honky Tonk out of the girl, and there's a good reason why. Well, Mark Wright uh, was producing that record. That was Red Dirt Road. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Ridder Road. Road. And most of the band on a Sunday night had seen the Stones here in town, which you looked up November 25, 2002. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a Thanksgiving little rock and roll yeah, show. Yeah, it would have been. And had the whole studio uh, to themselves, of course, and had the whole band in there. And he said, what do you guys want to cut? What do you feel like cutting today? And they said, well, the majority of us went and saw the Rolling Stones last night. So let's cut something that's got a Stonesy vibe to it. And thank you, Mark Wright. Yeah. He thought of Honky Tonk, and obviously it sounds like a Stones song, man. And right. They just blistered the tar out of that thing, and it's it's awesome. I mean, and the sax on it, too. Oh, it reminds yeah. me so much of Cindy the sax. Cindy Dolfer, on... I think her name was. She oh, was yeah. great. But yeah, I totally forgot about the sax. It's yeah. Such a that, great that, part that to of me kind of is what marries or not marries it but makes some cousins or whatever yeah not just because of the honky-tonk but that too but so. the opening riff which was a bob DePiro riff thank, yeah thank you brother bob yeah but yeah that was that was fun man and yeah was, so we're very thankful to the rolling stones yes because they definitely <laughs> help inspire that reason. song or the production yeah. of that song um and, and the, you can tell that they're they were big fans too of, of yeah that show but um, this morning I was watching stories on Instagram and I saw Leslie and Bob. Yeah. They were like almost across, almost directly across from us, maybe a section before yeah. us from the concert or at the concert across the stadium. And, um, I had to remind her of that story and just, they were having fun. I just, I love Bob. She was talking to Bob and Bob's like, <laughs> look, there's not even a MacBook Pro up here. Nothing. Look at that. What is that thing? That That's a guitar, people. Is that, a gu- is that an amplifier? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a really good point. And I'm sure there are MacBook Pros that are like, you know, dealing with the, the yeah. sound and the lights and oh, all that yeah. stuff. But like, I think meant more is like, there's not a DJ on the stage. And yeah. it's kind of rare to see now, even at country shows, to yeah, not have a DJ. Sure. No, no dissing DJs, but it's kind of fun to hear like, all the instruments it's essentially a bigger version of throwing the amps and drums in dad's station wagon and setting up at the rec center or in dad's 40 trucks 40 trucks <laughs> yeah so there were definitely songs and again sorry i'm not that huge of a stones fan but there were songs they played last night i was not necessarily familiar with yeah i neither the songs that keith i, I did what, not know those what was the one um let me pull it back up. Hang the on. main one, and he he played a killer Les Paul Jr. on that. Connection and Connection. Slipping Away. Yeah, that was the first one he played. I'd, I'd never heard Connection before. Yeah. And but. the people in front of us, we had, like, such a great crowd around yeah. us. They were just having fun, but there was these two guys that you could tell were, like, buddies, and, like, they, they were a, big fans. They had a couple of beers. They had had a couple of beers, but that's okay. They were having a good time. Then the ladies behind us were just so concerned about the color of the whites of Keith's eyes when he was singing. By the way... His voice is one of the coolest voices in the world. Yeah. I just, I, I unique. probably like his voice more than I like Mick's voice, but oh, okay. I, I don't know. It's a bold I, statement. 
And he's got cool, cool guitars. There was a lot of really cool guitars there were a lot on of that cool stage guitars, last night. So that was, sure. that was fun. Always fun to see. Yeah. I think my favorite, I mean, I love Paint It Black um, and yeah. Sympathy for the Devil. I mean, not Sympathy for the Devil, Paint It Black and um, Give Me Shelter. Yeah. So those were kind of my two favorite songs to hear. So who was the opening band? Ghost Hounds, which I'd was never it? heard of them before. You had, you had mentioned it, that you had seen it on some blog, that that's who was opening. But we both thought, being ignorant of that band, that they sounded a lot like Vintage Trouble, yeah, who we both vibe. love that band. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I mean, I'm definitely going to check them out yeah. and like, listen to their, their music, because I, I thought they were great. And I think they did a great job, you know, I think being a... Oh man! Opening act for somebody like that has got to be a tough gig. Ugh, unless your mom's in the crowd, there's not one person there to see you. Yeah, they're all there to see the stuff. Well, the ladies that sat next to us, they were like, "Yeah, when did this band start? We didn't know anybody was even playing before." I was like, "I don't know," because we stood in the merch line for probably thirty minutes. It was the longest merch line. We tried it two different times, and we finally <coughs> were moving the second time. But um, yeah, well, we both we both got a t-shirt. I got a ball cap. Because we're both kind of, not in a morbid way, but it's like, eh, it might be the last chance to ever get Stone Swag at a Stone show. Well, I doubt we'll go again because no. no offense to them. They're not getting any better. You know, and I, <laughs> the reason, I don't mean that meanly, but I mean, it's only going to go downhill. And yeah. you just, with Charlie Watt dying, you just don't know what's yeah. going to happen in the future. And I've always wanted to see him because it's one of those iconic bands you should see. And for whatever reason, like, I, I mean, I admit when Charlie Watt died, I was listening Watts. to Stone. Watts yeah. died. Sorry. It's okay. Um, he'll never know. He'll never know. When he died, I was listening to a bunch of their music. And I was like, we got to go to this show. Because yeah. it's going to be the last, you know, like, you just don't know. Well, so, Stone shows aren't cheap, but, you know, outside of the Music City, Big Machine, IndyCar race, we haven't done anything in a couple right. of years. So it was like, oh, you know what? If we're going to do a bucket list kind of show let's make it the stones and we did it with we did you know put a little money in to get some really good seats yeah. i think our seats were amazing i'm so glad we did that um park and pass and a park and pass I best thing park and pass. best thing you'll ever do at this at a stadium show 100 percent buy the parking <laughs> pass the parking pass don't stress about parking <laughs> it's not worth it um but yeah, it was it was a really good show. I, I know, obviously, if I'd seen them twenty years ago, it'd be a whole different show. Yeah, a little more energy. But I mean, even given that, like, how I meant to look up actual age of Mick Jagger. I mean, Man. he was running around on that stage with more energy than I have. Like, he went to the end of that ego ramp. Oh, five or six times and, and across, was running. And the stage basically yeah. was the the length, not the length, the width of the field. Yeah. And he was running back and forth to that. I mean, Man. dude is in good shape. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he's 78, 79, 80, whatever. Yeah. I mean, Charlie Watts was 80 and holy cow, man, he was he was blowing it up. Yeah. It was fun. You can tell why so many people think he's the best front man in rock and roll. For sure. Can't argue with that. It's so funny thinking about him and like how good a shape he's in. When we went to the um, uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, I remember looking at, because, you know, they have all sorts of different outfits and guitars and uh. stuff like that. I remember seeing like a pair of his pants probably from like the 60s or 70s. Literally the skinniest yeah. human being I've ever seen. Like, I don't know how. Like a 24-inch waist or something. Yeah. It was I, I, I don't know how an adult man could fit in, like, those pants. They yeah. look like something a, like, 14-year-old 
tiny little girl would wear. <laughs> He's very slight. He's very small. Yes. Anyway, we had fun. We were thankful for the opportunity to go. Thankful that, uh, I mean, we didn't get, didn't have to do a mask. Didn't have to yeah. do a it was vax outside. card. It was outside. Yeah. So it was fun. Which that's, I mean, depending on where you go, I think Bridgestone, you do have to have the vax card or proof of a negative test. So it just, it was nice to feel normal last night. Yeah. I think that was probably the closest besides going to the car race, the closest of feeling normal. And that I don't feel as nervous about being in a crowd when it's outside, outside as I do inside. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of crowds anymore anyway. I wasn't before COVID yeah. and it didn't help, but um, I didn't, I didn't feel nervous cause I didn't feel like, Again, we got an aisle seat. We do that purposely because you don't feel as crowded in. I don't yeah. think with an aisle seat. But um, anyway, it was good to it was good to hear a, a rock show. It was fun and go see live music. I've I've missed that and didn't realize how much I missed that. Yeah. So can't wait for Earth, Wind, and Fire. Absolutely, my brother Brad and sister in law Beth are coming down. It'll be fun. We may do another. We may do a uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. No, we can get them Concert on here. Concert review afterwards, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be fun. Oh. Anyway. Anything else? Thanks for listening. Yeah. Please give us five stars and be sure to subscribe to the show. We always appreciate it. And uh, go Rolling Stones. Yeah. All right. See you later. Bye.